want to have your voice heard by us, you can go ahead and send your questions to guaranteedadventures at gmail.com. Want to know our thoughts on, on Maplewood, on uh, Rattlestead? Send us them over at, to guaranteedadventures at gmail.com and we'll answer them in one of the future after shows. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Our stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. I'm the game master for this adventure, and here we have... Nathan playing Bertram Honksleaf. Seth playing Otis Segrain. I'm the other Seth playing Quill Graybell. I'm Kyle playing Jean Auton. You guys searched the camp and found some things that helped you determine kind of what was going on with the Bandit Coalition, the True Tenders. You then very persuasively had someone show you how the teleportation pad worked, and you shot off to the Mockton Caverns to stop Frostrock and his new crew from doing whatever the cleanup task was. You arrived in the cavern encampment to see Frostrock, uh, this big gray wolf, and three other figures you couldn't quite make out standing just outside of the encampment. As soon as you arrived, Frostrock taunted you as he threw down a torch and lit the whole encampment ablaze. Let's roll some initiative. Otis. 22. Quill. 19. Bertram. 11. Kyle. 6. All right, so the way this encounter is going to work, it's going to be a little bit different. Every time you take either the move action or a dash action or something that allows you to move, that could, whether that's a jump or something like that, there will be an environmental role that you will have to pass or overcome in order to succeed in moving that far. Let me set the scene for you a little bit, since we didn't get a chance quite to do that last episode. This encampment, as you kind of look around, you are in the middle of a cavern. If you look behind you, quite a ways off, you can see the dome entrance to the cavern. In front of you, past where everybody else is, it's just pitch black. So this cavern is fairly high, but not, like, there are still wooden buildings and things carved into the walls, but you can't just, like, reach up and touch the top of the cavern. It's, like, a good 45 feet in the air. Otis, what are you going to do? Jean, do you still have those manacles? Yes. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh, we, oui, I do. <laughs> uh, can I have them? Okay. I will toss him the manacles. Nice. And then I'm going to cast jump on myself. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to look at the bracelet on my wrist and take it off. Okay. And read the inscription inside that says you're going to go far, kid. <laughs> uh, yes. And I'm reminded of my mother who gave this to me. And when I take the bracelet off, does the jump spell stay on me? Uh, no. Because it is, it is like... Basically, when you, you're wearing it, you can cast it. You have to have fun. I guess, oh, sorry, before I jump, I'll look at everybody else and be like, you guys, you good here? We'll make it. <laughs> There's not much I can do to help you all anyway, I don't think. This is a typical day in the knife of a booth. All right. I jump 90 feet towards the enemies. Nice. All right. Uh, so first, roll a d4. One. One. Nice. All right, so you're... You jump, and about 45 feet into your jump, you see ahead of you this building. Uh, the, the foundation is on fire and is starting to collapse down. Uh, so I need you to make a dexterity save. Woo! 
26. 26. Nice. So you avoid getting trampled or uh, getting covered by that uh, falling building, but you do take two bludgeoning damage as it kind of hits you off course a little bit. You know, a piece of rubble hits you, but you have jumped 90 feet. That's it for me. All right. Awesome. Uh, At initiative 20, then you see some movement. Uh, You all see some movement with Frost Rock in them. And the squirrel, the black squirrel that is by them, takes off deeper into the caverns. And next we have Quill. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, what's, yeah, your do. <laughs> what's your drone speed? What's your drone speed? Can you, can you just spin like a, a ball? Then like, I can actually. You know what? What? <laughs> you can. I can curl up. Yeah. That's right. You could be Sonic. <laughs> that gives you like extra armor, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my word. Yes. You're welcome. Super Quill. Okay, so Quill will look at Jean, look at Bertram, and say, "I might need your need your help here." So I am going to curl up, which is an action that I have. Okay. It essentially allows me to do nothing but curl up. So I can't I can't move. I can't attack. I can't cast spells. So first, what I'll do is maybe I'll run thirty. Oh, wait, no, that's an action. That's No, that's movement. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll move 30 feet, okay. and then I'll curl up. All right. Uh, so roll a d4. Okay. Two. Two. Nice. All right. So you're running, and uh, this flame just, like, jets out of a doorway from a building next to you. Uh, so make a deck save. Six. Six. Okay, that is a fail. Uh, you take eight flame or fire damage. Bertram, you're up next. All right. Uh, Bertram's going to look over at Jean and be like, you got this? Or want me to get him? I have this. You have this? All Just right. like when we were kids. <laughs> then see you on the other side. And I'll just start making a dash for it. Awesome. So I'm going to run and then dash. Perfect. Roll me two environmental uh, effects. Four. Two. Four and two. Uh, so the first time you you move and run there's just this very thick and heavy smoke that's kind of blown in right around where you are uh and so i need you to make a constitution save Ooh. those i'm actually good at hey there you go uh still is a 12 <laughs> okay that's one fail for that and then the the two and then the two uh yes that's the flame spurt so another you're you got out of the flame just, or out of the smoke just in time to see a gout of fire coming at your face. Huh. That is a 12. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, another fail. We are not uh, doing so hot here, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, you take three fire damage. All right, Jean. I'm going to uh, walk, jog towards uh, Quill. Okay. And I'm going to pick him up. Okay. And I'm just going to bowling ball him down the down the lane. Yes. Woo! All right. I'm ready. So uh, we'll say that it's, that's an action. So first roll your d4 for your movement. Four. Four. As you're walking over through to him, make a con save. Fourteen. Fourteen fails still. What the heck? So it was, it was so close. So close. Sure it was. <laughs> uh, but yes, you were able to pick him up and throw him. Uh, so make a athletics check. What is it? Natural 20. Yes. <laughs> 27. Yes. Okay. What's your strength? 
plus four. Or plus four. 18. 18? Okay. Yeah, we'll say you're able to, with that natural 20, you're able to throw him uh, 40 feet. With him not having to take any damage or environmental uh, things. So Clutch. reward that natural 20 there with that. Awesome. Uh, we're back up to the top with Otis. Uh, I'm going to jump. Okay. Sweet. So that's just my movement without any, without any actions. Correct. Okay. So yep. I'll jump that. All right. Uh, D4. One. One. As you're uh, jumping forward, uh, the collapsing building building in front of you just starts to crumble and, and go away. So I need you to make a dexterity save. Natural 20 for a 27. Nice. Wow. Nice. So you deftly dodge uh, out of the way. We'll just say you don't even, like, there, it won't do any damage to you Ooh. for the natural 20. Like, you just absolutely ev- evade everything there. Uh, and then... Then I will use my action to dash. Sweet. Uh, for So for a d4. Four. Four. You are, you enter, you round the corner around this building, uh, and you enter into the area of heavy smoke uh, that's around there, so make a con save. Five. Five. That is a fail. All right. Uh, so now at initiative 20, the Frost Rock and his party are going to do something. Otis, since you're the closest, uh, you see them, the Mopok raccoon has taken the thing off of his back and is starting to kind of mess with it. But you also saw them mess with it before uh, when you met them right outside of Marshview. And it looks like he's doing more things to it than there. All right, Quill. So am I, uh, is this a flat cave or is there like a, are we going up? Are we going down? The, it's mostly flat. Yeah, there's a little bit of up and down. But So do I just, do I roll <laughs> naturally as a hedgehog ball? You know what, for the, because it was a natural 20 shirt, you roll an extra 15 feet. Yes. Okay, I'm going to uncurl because at this point, it's just not going to do me any good. Mm. Um, so I'm going to uh, use my movement, okay. and then I will use my action to dash. Okay. Roll 2d4s. So that's a one. Okay. A one. A one and then a one. Wow. Okay. Uh, you start running, running for it, and you hear some cracking from uh, a support beam uh, from a bridge, actually, that's spanning to, like, watchtowers. Okay. And it collapses down, and I need you to make a deck save as it's coming down on top of you. Natural 20. Oh. You guys and your natural 20s, you're wasting Woo-hoo! them here, but that's really cool. <laughs> uh, this is not a waste. <laughs> not at all. For that not one, if we're taking yeah. damage on successes. <laughs> yeah. What I will say, I'll change it a little bit. If you do roll a natural 20, no damage. Like, won't do a damage roll. Cool. It's a little more reward for a natural 20 there. So, uh, roll, what's your other? Oh, it was two ones. All right. I wish everybody uh, could see Seth's face right now. <laughs> All right. So you're rolling. Uh, it's another deck save as a actually some rocks from the ceiling have started coming loose because of all of the uh, fire and stuff that's happening. Thirteen. Thirteen is a fail. You'll take five bludgeoning damage, and you are trapped underneath a bunch of rubble. So you can use a your action next time to wiggle yourself free uh, and do that. Okay, but hear me out. What if I'm just not? What if you're just not? Yeah, what if I just am not trapped? Or you could just get out next turn by using an action. Bertram! Uh, Bertram is just gonna see his friend kind of off in the distance, or 
now squished by a rock. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to dash ahead. Awesome. Yep. Uh, roll one d4 first. Now that's a three. <laughs> so it may be only that first. A three. Oh, Junk. cool. Uh, so uh, this is actually great. So ahead of you, there has been a collapsed building. Uh-huh. Uh, and so you and it's still kind of on fire. You can run through it, make a con check, and take potentially take some damage if you fail your con check. Or you can choose to half your movement and not take do a check or take any damage. I'm a barbarian. We're going to take that con risk. Do it. Do it. Let's go. Let's go. So that is a 22 this time. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, you're able to make it across without taking any damage or having your speed. Uh, all right, Jean. I'm just going to move and then dash. Sweet. D4. Two. Two. Uh, from out of uh, around a corner, this flame spurt thing comes shooting out at you. Uh, so go ahead and make a deck save. Um, uh, that's a natural twenty. Ooh, nice, nice. Yeah, you deftly just dodge out of the way and uh, take absolutely no damage. So another d four. 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 So there is a uh, bunch of rubble that's come from uh, one of the collapsed buildings that's in front of you. So, uh, again, that's uh, you can make a con check. Uh, or if you would like to go through it in some other way, you can uh, try and do that. Uh, but so otherwise, just do the con check to get through it? Yeah. You, you can choose not to do a con check and have your movement to wiggle your way through. 24. Oof. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you're able to uh, get your way across there and uh, take no damage. They're still quite a ways away from you, Jean. Uh, okay. But Otis, you are up next. All right. I'll look back over, and I, I saw them open up the box and or the device, yes, yep, whatever yep. that was. I'm going to shout back, and Bertram and Quill, you guys are pretty close together. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to shout back, Bertram, Quill, do something about that machine. Uh, and then I will just go full speed ahead. I'll, I should have enough movement to just leap over the line yeah. of enemies and land on the far side. Nice. Yeah. Can I do a nice flip as I leap over them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is It is beautiful and glorious. And they stop what they're doing and look and watch as you sail through the air. If this wasn't an audio podcast, this would definitely be in slow motion. Yes, 100%. So let me make a roll for what these guys are doing. Bertram and Quill, now that you're closer, you are able to see that they have started powering on some of the different areas of this device. It's not completely charged up or ready to go yet, but it's getting there. Uh, Quill. Uh, Quill will keep running. Sweet. Make uh, an environmental check. You're pretty close to the edge. Uno. One. All right. Uh, Collapsing building again. And uh, are you able to dodge out of the way with this deck save? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yep, that does it. Uh, but you still take five uh, bludgeoning damage from stuff falling. You're at the point now where you think next time you'll be able to uh, break the fire plane and get there. Uh, Bertram, you're pretty close. If you yep. dash and uh, do your movement, you'll be able to get out, uh, but you won't have anything to do. Okay. Uh, Unless you have, like, a range thing that you, you could do that beforehand. Do I have a range thing? 
On my way, I pick up Quill. He turns into a ball. <laughs> says Pokey. I throw it at them. He sticks to them. <laughs> I forgot I actually do have a ranged thing. Swing bad of bad. Um, you I'm, mess with the honk, you get the bonk. I'm going to take out a javelin. Hey. <laughs> and I'm going to try to aim it at that machine. Sweet. Ooh. Oh. Light okay. it on fire. Yeah. So awesome. I'm just going to just try like. Okay. And sweet. chuck it. So you can do your movement first and then. Yep. Okay. Uh, make a D4 roll first for the environmental thing. Okay. That is a three, my friend. A three. So that's, uh, there is a bunch of sharp rocks that have fallen from the ceiling that you've got We're to con. <laughs> do the con save. Or con check, sorry. Uh, that is a 21. <laughs> 21. Perfect. No damage. You're able to maneuver your way past there. Cool. And uh, go ahead and make your attack with the, the javelin. And you're aiming at the machine. Yes, I am aiming at the machine. Perfect. Uh, well, that is a that is an eight. <laughs> okay, it's very close, uh, but just embeds itself in the stone uh, just next to the machine. Doesn't that, quite hit it. Can I throw a second javelin then? Because <laughs> I get two you, attacks per action. Yes, you can. You can throw a second javelin. Sweet. That is eighteen to hit. Yes. Yeah. That hits. Uh, go ahead and roll some damage. Does the javelin catch on fire as it flies? <laughs> you know, make a luck check. See if that happens. Ten. <laughs> Ten. It does catch on fire, but as soon as it end, like arcs out of the fire, it goes out. <laughs> okay. That is five points of damage. Ooh, nice. Yeah, there was... This machine has some of those crystals embedded in it that you oh. saw earlier, mm-hmm. and you just shatter one of those crystals. <laughs> but it's still still glowing, it's still glowing. <laughs> so it gets the bonk next round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jean, moving, running, yep, doing the same. All right, you know me. D four, three, a three. Uh, all right, picking your way through some some very hot coals that are still on fire. Con check or have your movement. 22. 22, nice. Yep, you were able to just blast your way through that debris with nothing happening. And uh, you think on your next turn you'll be able to break through this fire plane and be able to get uh, up to them. All right, so they are, this is their turn now. Bertram, Mm -hmm. you see uh, that they, the Mopok, the raccoon, reaches into his bag and is, has pulled out a new crystal and he's going to start working on getting your javelin out and replacing that crystal and then frost rock and uh this raptor this bald eagle kind of move to in front of it so that they're going to try and block you from getting right. up and doing any more damage quill you're up so i i am still in the fire ring you're still yes you're still in the encampment that is on fire if I move once, am I out, or can I? Do I have to move twice? Uh, if you move once, you're out. But it's still an environmental thing, yes. so you and might. If I stay put, do I have to make an environmental check? Yes. Okay. But it's a way easier DC. Okay, so I'd like to move, but at a diagonal because I don't want to go straight towards them. I want to okay. get just a little bit. I want to get some distance. Yeah. So make a D4. Yes. D4. Two. Two. Uh, Jet of Flame comes out and make a deck save. 20. 20. Uh, you take 
Uh, five points of fire damage. As a reaction, Ooh. can I cast absorb, el- absorb Elements? Yeah. What does that do? So I can capture some incoming energy, in this case fire, and I have resistance to that attempt, and then the next time I hit with a melee attack, the target takes an extra d6 of that damage. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. So it would have been five, so now it's only two fire damage that you take. Cool. Not necessarily planning to go that close to them, but... But it gets rid of some of the damage. Yep. You okay. also get resistance, like future damage, that type too, right? Uh, yes, I, I have resistance to, to that only for... Is it only for that round or continual times in fire? Until the start of my next turn. Okay. Okay, and then I'd like to take a a shot with my crossbow. Okay. So I'd take an action. Yeah. And th- okay, so two attacks. Uh, what are you shooting at, or who are you shooting at? Um, the raptor. The raptor. Awesome. Does a 14 hit? Yes, 14 hits. And then does an 18 hit? Uh, well, if a 14 hit, then yes, oh, yeah. an 18 hits. Of course. Oh, that's how math. Okay, so, uh, you can, you can so do the two math. hits there, and then I might as well just do a bonus act. Well, mm. let's see how much damage this does. Okay. And Bertram, you're not there yet, right? No. No. Because I threw my javelins. I'm not yep. quite there yet. Getting close. 14 damage for both of those. Oh, wow. So 24? No, 14 damage Oh, 14 total. damage total. Yep. Or t- I guess that would have been 28. Okay, but 14 damage. Yes. Gotcha. S- still up. Still up. Yep. Okay, and then um, as a bonus action, because I have the crossbow feet, I'm going to take another shot. Take another shot. Do it. Yeah, 11. 11 does not hit. Yeah, okay. No. Awesome. Bertram. All right. And so Bertram's going to look at the the bald eagle and the... Sherwin? Sherwin, yes. Frostrock. Yeah. Frostrock. going to look at Sher- or Baldi and Frostrock. Stares gl- like at Frostrock for a bit, and it just says, All your fires have done has just ignited my passion. Oh, yes. You're going to get the bonk. And so that also is going to be bonus action rage. Perfect. Yep. Go into your and, rage. But as I approach him, your life, you may have killed my father, but your life is not mine to take. And I'm going to go after the bald eagle first. Ooh, ooh, awesome. And I'm okay. uh, going to go into a frenzy, though, with with my rage, okay. which won't be able to do anything this turn because it's a bonus action extra attack. Right. And bonus action to rage already. So. Yep. yep. But it is still going to also recklessly attack. Nice. Okay. So, so you get advantage. Yes. 17 on the dice. Ooh. Not, yeah, that, which that with the Warhammer. Yes, that's 23. Yep. 14 at least. I... 14 to hit? Yeah. Okay, yep, that hits. Uh, all together, that is going to be 21 total. 21. Nice. Yep. Shoot. Oof. Uh, awesome. Is that your... And that is my turn. All right. Jean. Moving. Moving. Do it. Yeah, if you use both of your, your movement and your action, you can get just outside of the range, but not quite to them. So that's uh, either half damage or half movement or con check to plow your way through. If I do half movement, do I take any damage? No. I'll do half of it. Okay. So you're not quite out of it then because you have your movement for that for that one. And so you're still in the encampment that's on fire, but you're like close to the edge. Okay. Perfect. All right. We'll see what Otis is doing. So Otis, you shot down the caverns, right? After yeah. that squirrel that, that ran off. Yep. Sweet. So yeah, you uh, are, are running down that way and it is... A pretty windy cavern, and there's a lot of things that, like, side passages that go off okay. uh, to it. 
Uh, make a maybe a survival or nature, I guess, uh, for tracking to to try and track to see where uh, this other squirrel has gone. Okay, which one, nature or survival? Or do you, uh, you you get to pick. Okay, I'll take nature. Okay. Three. Three. Oof. Okay, uh, you kind of turned down this path that you thought was right, but it, it, it just leads to a dead end. And there's nothing there. Uh, so you get back kind of to the main trail. Are you trying to do anything besides just... I'm just going to yell, Samira! Samira! Your voice echoes through the caverns, and there's no response uh, yet. Are you... Yeah, I'll keep running. I'll keep charging in what into what appears to be deeper into the cave. Okay. Yeah, you, tr- you try and make your way uh, deeper and deeper in. Uh, and it's getting, like, pitch black. Like, the fire from the encampment and the light that that's shining is pretty much faded now. And you're almost in pitch blackness. Uh, so go ahead and make a perception check. Nine. Uh, up ahead, you see uh, just off to one of the sides, there's two uh, different passages. And both of them have uh, a very faint light that's flickering from them. Do I hear anything? Not real. Not anything out of the normal. There's, like, drips and a little bit of, like, wind noise that's going through there. Uh, but, yeah. Nothing. So there's a left and a right passage? There's a left passage and a right passage. I throw a knife down the left one. Ooh, make an attack. I'm not trying to hit anything necessarily. <laughs> right. Just... This will just be to kind of help. Uh, that's a ten. Ten? You throw it down. Which one? The left passage? Yeah. So you throw it down the left passage and there's a little bit of a turn in the passage and just like clatters uh, off to, to one of this off of the wall on one of the sides. And you can kind of see your knife playing. Does, down the floor. Are there any other sounds that come from there after that hits the wall? Uh, no, but you do hear uh, a little bit of a, a catch of the breath from the right passage. I run down the right. Okay. Uh, it also kind of has a little bit of a curve to it and you run around the corner and it is a dead end. And there's a torch just stuck in one of the walls. I grab the torch. Okay. The passage has kind of, uh, like, shrunk down a little bit. Uh, so it's definitely not as big as it was back in the encampment. Um, so it's a little bit more, a little bit cozier. Make a make a history check for me. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. You remember, you were the one that did a lot of research, right? In, yes. in reading a lot of that stuff. Um, so you remember reading back when you read the book of the, the narrative of the Hasselpah and Beckett and how they ended up uh, finding the shards. Uh, and one thing kind of comes to mind. The shards were behind uh, a hidden tunnel and in a kind of a secret area, an entrance. I pull out Do- Beckett's diary. Okay. Uh, I'll just flip through the diary real quick and see if I can see any information about... Um, opening a secret tunnel. Okay. You you kind of flip past what you read before, and uh, you start to see some schematics of uh, different devices that project a false front. And they're just schematics, just little notations here and there. Um, but that's what you see. I'll start to feel the wall and see if there's anything that's not actually there. In front of you? Yeah. You put your hands uh, up to feel the wall, And you just fall through the wall, flat on your face. And you feel this weight jump on top of you.
All right, we're going to hop back to the other uh, encounter that's happening. Uh, so first, the raptor is going to turn to Sherwin and uh, say some ancient words and cast a spell on him. I am in danger. <laughs> <laughs> the raccoon guy is just going to keep kind of messing with the messing with the machine. Sherwin then is going to uh, kind of seems like he took a nice deep breath and he says oh it is the goose this time huh well it's a good thing your other companions are still in the fire it's just you and me here we go and he's going to make did you rage last round yep I okay, good <laughs> But I also recklessly attacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's going to oh. make four attacks on you. <laughs> I think I know what spell was cast. Yep. So I know what I'm going after next turn. <laughs> yep. He's going to make four attacks uh, against you. Okay. And he has uh, a longbow or long sword. And if it drops, he loses the turn. He has to wait a turn of fatigue. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Concentration drop. Does a I am raging. 15 hit. 15 does not hit. 15 does not hit. Does a 17 hit? 17 does hit. So three attacks uh, okay. hit against you. What type of damage as well? Uh, it is it is all slashing damage. All slashing. Sweet. Yep. And, and non-magical. So 27 points of damage. Have. 27 have would be... 13. Yep. After he wails on you a couple of times, he's like, Oh, so you are one of the tough ones of the gaggle. You know who my father is. Your father, you, I you know I got it from somewhere. Don't remember your father. Did I kill him? I just give him the, like the worst death threat I've ever given in my life. <laughs> you uh, stole my bread. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> my bread. <laughs> uh, Quill, that brings us to you. All right. Is Bertram right next to both of them? Yes. Within five feet of both? Yes. Perfect. I am going to take three attacks against the raptor still. Okay. So, I think one hits. So, one was a 16. Yep. One was a 10. Nope. Okay, so one hits. Okay. I'm so sorry. I rolled a 2 and a 3 and an 8. Every chance to drop concentration. One hit. Yeah. <laughs> 14 damage. 14? Yeah. With that last shot, uh, you take down the raptor. Cool. So, concentration ends then. Concentration <laughs> is done. Ooh, yeah. let me describe what I did. Yeah, so I go took, for it. Um, I'm out of arrows because I used them all at the compound whatever it was mm -hmm. so i'm just like pulling quills from my back and i'm just shooting and i i'm gonna say that the smoke kind of clouded my eyes and that caused me to miss the first two but that mm. last one just try to aim towards the the chest area nice yeah you take him to take him down and he just his wings kind of flutter a little bit and then he just falls down use it bertram <laughs> uh now we got bertram up next so i guess as I see the raptor fall in front of me, do I kind of see the breath of confidence that Frostbrock had? Does it kind of fade a bit? Or I notice I'm a little bit fatigued. Yep. He definitely kind of looks a little bit more tired, uh, but still 100% healthy and has the smuggest of smuggy faces. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to look around, though, and I'm going to see, like, how um, is Jean close, like, within the next turn he'll be? Yeah. Next turn he'll be able to, to get up to... Okay. combat so if that's the case then i'm gonna look at him i'm gonna kind of put a little bit two and two thing in like the huh his confidence or this like his he seems a little bit tired right now so i was gonna like, 
and then just kind of grin as much as a goose can grin. <laughs> it just through a beak. Nice. Uh, I'm just going to walk up to him, and I'm going to just immediately walk over to the side to the machine. I'm just going to start smashing it with my hammer. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, make some attacks. Oof. Eight on the first hit. Okay. Uh, it kind of glances off some uh, large chunk of wood that's there. Uh, but that is a 22 on the second hit. Nice. 22. Yeah, do some damage. Five damage. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and this time you see, uh, as you're smashing on it with your hammer, mm-hmm. uh, you smash two other ones. And uh, the raccoon guy that's working on it, what are you doing? If you break too many of them, we'll all die. What do you mean we'll all die? <laughs> You're all going to die. We'll still live. This thing will explode. You will be the first to die. Stop waiting on this. I'd like to hold him in front of me as a shield. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Uh, Jean. Do I need to make one more Yes. Thing? One, more, one more movement check as you're running out of there. Three, make your con check. To uh, to climb over the last little bit of rubble that's smoldering. Eight, eight. That is a fail. You take, ooh, you take six points of fire damage as you come uh, crawling over these uh, embers and coals. Six years, three months, fourteen days, fifteen hours, fifteen minutes, and thirty-seven seconds. I have been waiting for. This moment shall win, Frostrock. This time is not when you left the scars on my face. It is not the time when you killed my master. It is when I donned this mask that I've hidden my face from everybody. And this time is now over. And I'm going to take the face mask off and throw it to the side, revealing a very large, like, scar on his face entire face. You can tell, like, whoever gave him the scar was very desperately trying to hurt him. Mm -hmm. This moment has come for you to die. So, shall we do this? And then he's gonna charge forward. Nice. He's gonna gore him. 24. Yeah, 24 hits. And I make a strength save, right? Natural 20. Uh-oh. So he does not get shoved back, uh, but how much damage does he do? Uh, or does eight. it take? Eight. Eight damage. Yeah, you you kind of ram into him and uh, expecting to push him back, but he just kicks one fo- foot back behind him and uh, kind of grabs you by the antlers and pulls you back and kind of looks at the scars like, my handiwork is quite nice, wouldn't you agree? How was mine? He kind of looks down and is like, Quite nice as well, I suppose. <laughs> uh, sweet. So that brings us back up to uh, their turn because Sherwin is uh, coming off of the haste spell uh, effects. That he cannot do anything. Uh, but the raccoon, who is <laughs> right now grabbed, I think, by, uh, <laughs> by Bertram, uh, he is going to uh, try and uh, just shove you away from this thing. Okay. Um, and so he's going to make a strength check. Uh, they contested contested strength checks, which I okay. think since you're raging, you have advantage on. Yep. 
That is a 19 on mine. <laughs> 19? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's not able to, to push you back, but instead he's uh, going to try and wiggle out of your grasp. Okay. I will, I will let him down. Okay. I'll be like, now what are you going to do? I'm going to fix this machine so it doesn't explode. Do that. <laughs> okay. He kind of gives you a... Uh, uh, side eye look and he he goes down and starts grabbing some tools out from his pack you can see that he's got two of the two of the crystals but there are three that are smashed Mm -hmm. he looks at those two and is like well uh i guess we'll do my best and he starts kind of trying to put those two uh in there and that uh brings us then to quill how sure when looking i mean Fine. Scratches. Okay. I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. And then I'm going to take two shots. Uh, I'm going to just move up a little bit closer and then uh, shoot my crossbow at him again. Okay. Sweet. Does a 23 hit? Uh, 23 hits, yeah. Cool. They both hit. Nice. Three, so 13 damage on the first one. Okay. Eight damage on the second one. Eight damage on the second one. Awesome. So yeah, you see these two quills uh, kind of shoot into him, and he uh, <laughs> he uh, kind of staggers a little bit, uh, but then just kind of glares at you. I give him a salute with a uh, quill in my hand. <laughs> nice. All right, let's go to uh, Bertram. All right, uh, Bertram is going to like feeling is going to return his attention back to Frostrock. Okay, and so he's going to go walk up to him. I'm just going to go ahead and. Going to swing at the the quills, kind of lodging him, just be like, oh, like kind of like hammer them in, hound hammer. Yes, that's and awesome. You're gonna bonk him. I'm gonna <laughs> yep, bonk in those quills, and then also just give him one more because you know I'm I'm men of frenzy, so yeah, I get three attacks. I there you about go. That last time, that's are cool. these are these reckless? Yep. Okay. And yeah, I'm gonna be reckless today. Nice. So yeah, yeah, he's gonna get advantage no matter what. So. Yeah. Uh, so that is a. 21 on the first hit. 21 hits. 23 on the second hit. 23 hits as well. Oof. And a 9 on the third hit. <laughs> 9 doesn't hit. So you hit the, the other two so quills in and... Yep, uh, boom, boom. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> 15 damage. 15 damage. Yep. Total? Total. Nice. That is hurtful. But not quite as much as uh, you would think. Hmm. And uh, Quill, kind of the same. You saw your Quills. They definitely hit, definitely did damage, but uh, he doesn't look as uh, injured as what you would be expecting from what you did. So Interesting. Uh, Jean. It does not feel good when you are the one outnumbered, does it? Just as you outnumbered my master in, in your duel, does it show in? This is why I do not feel bad about these two helping me take you down. Because someone like you does not deserve my sympathy. And then I'm going to cast a vow of enmity on him. Ooh. Which gives me uh, advantage on attack rolls. Nice. Yes. Come on. Come on. Crit. 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 Uh, 18 to hit. 18 just hits. Okay. That's for my first attack. Okay. Um, that's over twenty for the second. Okay. One. okay. Yep. That they both hit. Crit, 
<laughs> Careful here, saying crypt for. He's next. <laughs> miss, miss, miss. <laughs> Twelve. Sorry, sixteen. Uh, four of it. Six of it force. Six of it force. Okay. For the first. I hit twice. Sorry, I forgot. Nice. Three force, and then ten slashing. Nice. Starting to look a little more hurt. That force damage seems to uh, start starting to dent in some uh, armor pieces uh, here and there. Um, but he's still standing, has less of a smug look. But that is funny because I don't remember asking for your sympathy. So it takes this! And he <laughs> pulls his longsword out. On guard! On guard! Uh, and does uh, two attacks against you. That is uh, 23, yeah. both yeah. of them. Yeah. Okay. I've rolled two 14s. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, 18 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and he uh, kind of steps back and is like, ah, I think I'm ready to be in this. And he kind of goes into an on-guard stance uh, and he's kind of looking back and forth between Bertram and uh, John. So, but the the raccoon is just uh, continuing to mend the the machine there, the little square on the side or down there. Uh, but he's uh, gotten to a point where he's kind of like he's just kind of sitting there and uh, has a very nervous expression uh, on his face. Quill, I think Quill is just going to zigzag and go uh, take three shots. But he's going to try to get Quill, seeing that. Uh, Bertram was hitting his quills into Sherwin. He's just going to mm-hmm. kind of go back and forth to try to get some quills on either side of Sherwin so that okay. way the two of them can uh, have some quills to hit into. <laughs> nice. Whack-a-mole. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Whack-a-quill. Yeah, so we'll do natural 20. Yes. Uh, There's the crit. A 26 yep. and a dirty 20. Oh, gosh. Yep, all, all three hit. So, okay, so first one. 32 for the first Jeez. one. Okay. Yep, that was for the crit. Yep, he's he's uh, hurt quite a bit. 12 for the second one. Okay. Still up. 7 for the third one. <sighs> That's it. It's getting close. He is just those three. So, so what was the total that you did there? 31 plus 12 plus 7. So 50 damage. 50 damage. Wow. Yeah. He uh, absolutely just looks taken aback by the quills that you shot and just looking at you in disbelief. Or is he looking at me? I'm in the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh, All right. We're going to Bertram. (laughs) Bertram. 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 We're going to Bonk Town. (laughs) Hertram Bonksleaf? Bertram Bonksleaf. <laughs> no, Hertram Bonksleaf. Hurt, oh, That's who you become when you rage. Hertram yeah. Bonksleaf. Like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Hertram <laughs> Bonksleaf. Let's see if Hertram Bonksleaf can really it's just It's hard as an editor because like, that was so funny. Like, But do I keep it? You know? Like, yes, you keep, keep it. it. <laughs> okay, old me. We're and keep that too. Me. We keep that too. <laughs> <laughs> just keep everything. Don't cut anything. Bertram, what Bertram's going to do is he's going to kind of look at the situation and see that uh, he's looking a little bit worse for wear, so he's going to do what he can to set it up. 
because he knows as much as he wants to kill, the kill's not his to take. Yeah. So he's just going to go ahead. As the son? <laughs> as, well, as the son, but he knows, like, Bertram's been thinking it over and is just like, well, he did kill my father. Jean witnessed the death of my father, and Jean was much more involved in my father's life than I am. <laughs> he's the one who deserves the, the vengeance, not me. Yeah. He's going to take a bit of the, I don't know if it's quite the sacrifice or just more of the... What he's going to do is he's going to try to set himself up or set Jean up an advantage or a better spot. He's just going to like kind of restrain. Uh, so he is going to kind of take his warhammer and just kind of more swing at the legs to kind of knock him on his knees and just yeah. like prop him up right for Jean. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and make your attack. That is 17. <laughs> uh, you, so you hit, yeah, you hit it and it, his knees buckle, but he doesn't quite go down all the way. There we go. That's 19. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you just kick the back of, or hit the back of his knees, and uh, he goes down. That is nine points of damage. Nine damage. <laughs> you can see, like, as you as you hit one of his one of his knees, it just like absolutely goes out of socket, and mm -hmm. it's just, and so he's just down and in pain. My father taught me to have mercy on those. He didn't teach John that lesson though, <laughs> <laughs> and sets him up for for John. Yes, John. What are you doing? Crit, 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 I'm going to take two attacks. All right. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark as I say to him, You spoke of this true maple, but it's a shame you will not see him, for I'm going to burn him to the ground. What does your Hunter's Mark look like when you cast it on him? A blue, silvery light. Nice. Yeah. Good thing I have two attacks. <laughs> <laughs> what was that first one? Um, not gonna hit. Okay, <laughs> we can all. leave it to that. It's like twelve. <laughs> Oof. It's a natural twenty. Is it really? No! <laughs> Are you serious? Okay. The dice tell a story. Yes. And then yes. Any good paladin does. Yeah. When he crits. Yes, to smite. It yeah, is. it is a rule. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. What level so, smite are you? Second doing? level smite. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Roll. Roll three d eight. Two d six and two d six. Uh, twenty four. Twenty four plus forty seven. Oh my. Plus God. your modifier. Oh yeah. Uh, seventy four damage. Goodness. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just, a, just a scratch. Just, 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 just a little scratch. Just, just a scratch. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Uh, what do you do? Like, how does this? What does this I, look like? I just like imagine he's just like, on his knees because he got buckled. He's just yeah. staring up at me. I said the whole, "I'm going to make your true maple burn." Mm -hmm. I hope to see a little bit of fear and oh, regret in his eyes. Hundred percent. I'm just going to drive the halberd down across his chest. Nice. Starting from the shoulder where I injured him, just across yes. his chest. Yes. Yeah. You just absolutely cut his chest open, and he just. In Bertram, in your arms, you just feel him go limp. And then you both, actually, all three of you, see that kind of blue-white light from your hunter's mark, and then this massive blue-white light from that smite and the all of that stuff. Sherwin drops, but that blue-white light kind of stays and slowly moves its way over to Jean and kind of comes up to your head and up to your face, and then it slowly starts to dissipate and fade off. And your scar is gone, completely healed. It is just there's just no mark even left 
You're so ugly now. <laughs> Quill loved the scar. He's one of the only two people that saw the scar. Yeah, that's true. Quill runs away crying. This is too much. <laughs> runs back through the fire and the, and the encampment. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Oh, nice. Uh, let's hop over to Otis. So, you're on, face down on the ground. Okay. Uh, you feel this thing jump on top of you and start scrambling to try and get you into a hold. Uh, so go ahead and make a dex check. Or a dex save, sorry. Thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Uh, so uh, she rolled a seventeen. Wraps you up, you are uh, grappled. Uh, and so, and you feel a blade uh, like up to your neck. She says, who are you? What are you doing? It's, it's me, Clover. You, you can definitely feel like a little pause. Clover? Clover died in that raid that we did at the, uh, of the traveling band. He said everybody died. You said her blade hesitated a little bit? Yes. Can I take advantage of that to try? <laughs> what I want to try to do is roll out and slip a manacle on one of her hands. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, make a dex check uh, to try and do that. Dang, that was a terrible roll. Oh, no. Uh, then that's a 13. 13. Uh, yeah, she rolled a 15. Yeah, I rolled a three. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, so you, you try and struggle out, but she holds on tight, and the knife goes back to your back to your neck. It's like, ah, none of that, none of that. It sounds like we've got some catching up to do. I mean, if you are Clover, then yes, we do have a lot of catching up to do. I'm still not convinced. Then just look at me. Make a persuasion check. 21. 21. She kind of relaxes a little bit and then uh, kicks you off of her. So you're like far away, uh, a little ways away. And then she stands up in like a crouched position and looks is like in shock and in disbelief when she actually sees you out there. And you're like, Clover, why didn't you come back? Why didn't I come back? The Bandit Coalition was getting more and more violent and aggressive. I didn't want to get mixed up with them. I, Samira, we can get out of here. We can go and be safe. We don't have to be mixed up in all of this. Not while Sherwin's alive. You know, <laughs> you're right. Tell you what, let's go see. Fine, but first, and she kind of gestures around, and you see there's these uh, blue crystals. There's like three crystals that are embedded in the walls, and you can see sockets where crystals were. There are hundreds of these sockets, but there are no crystals there. And she, she grabs the other three, stuffs them in her bag, and kind of looks at you as like, I don't think... Clover. I want to hold out my hand in the same way that we had a previous routine that we'd done a thousand times. Uh, you hold out your hand, and she hesitates, and then slowly takes your hand and uh, follows you. Uh, uh, yeah. Outside the cave. I, I want to, like, before we do that, I want to, like, spin her and flip around. Like, oh, okay. Um, a routine we've done before. Yes. Okay, so you, so she hesitantly takes your hand, and you immediately go into that routine. And it, she misses a half step, but then catches on and corrects in the air. And, abs and you guys haven't done this for a while. Yeah. Uh, you ran away from the circus a little while ago, and uh, so it's a little rusty. But both of you kind of land on your feet. And then she looks at you again and says, It really is you. 
really is. All right. Let's get out of here, I guess. Uh, Think we can sneak past Sherwin and the guys? Let's go see. You guys start making your way out of the cavern, and... uh, I'm not actually going to try to sneak past these guys. I have full confidence that they've defeated Sherwin. (laughs) Uh, She leads you through through the winding caves uh, and takes a couple of turns that you missed that kind of lead them, and you start to feel... You feel the heat and smell the smoke before you start to get... uh, Before you see the light of it. So you come around this corner, and it is... The smoke has gotten really dense, and but you're able to just make out underneath the smoke layer that Sherwin's on the ground, bleeding out, and this glowing light is encircling John's head. I, I just want to walk out into plain sight yeah. with Samira next to me. And she she walks out with you and just in disbelief that Sherwin is is dead there. And she's like, I can't believe, who are those people? This is the Order of the Maple. Jean, so good to finally see your face. It's so good to see you too, Clover. And I assume Samira. She yeah. she definitely looks on guard, but then the Mopok, the raccoon, looks up and she's Samira, did you get the crystals? Y- yes. Good, because these idiots crashed three of them. And so he runs over and grabs uh, the crystal from her bag and runs back and shoves it into the slot where the damaged crystal was. And uh, you could see the the... The machine before that was starting to uh, pulse in a very odd way, and it was like irregular, and then it starts to uh, uh, regulate. And he kind of stands back. He's like, okay, we're charged. And I'm assuming I'm not making it out of here alive unless for some reason you guys find it in your hearts to come with us. or Where are we going? Well, I mean, I assume... Since you guys followed us here, you... I think there's some summoning we're supposed to stop? Well, I mean, it's already started. You can try and stop it if you want, but uh, that's... Deal. (laughs) That's where we're going. Take us there. You're welcome to come with. All right. Winnowing reach it is. And he, uh, as you guys all gather around, he jams down the lever. uh, And uh, you guys don't hear the explosion like you heard outside of it. You just feel this kind of pulling, much like the teleportation pad coming in, and uh, you into uh, the Winnowing Reach pad. Uh, You start to look around, and you're in the city hall, right in the smack dab center of Winnowing Reach. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Once again, I am Tim, the GM for Maplewood. And here we have Nathan playing Hertram Bonksleaf, a.k.a. (laughs) Bertram Bonksleaf. Seth playing Clover. Uh, Here's the other Seth playing Quill Graybell. And Kyle playing the now un-vengeance paladin. (laughs) You're avenged. You're an avenged paladin. Here's Kyle playing the Avenged Paladin, Jean Autant. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Guaranteed Adventures is brought to you by Tim Gallegos as our GM, Nathan Kuypers, Seth Guthrie, Kyle Bateman, and myself, Seth Kleinwert. Rob Benson created our theme song, and our Maplewood theme is Wonderland by Roman Seneca Music. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GUAdventurePod. That's the best way for you to engage with us. We are also taking questions for our Maplewood After Show, so send your questions to our email, guaranteedadventures at gmail.com. Thanks so much for sticking around to the end of this episode. Here's a preview of the finale, part one, coming out next Monday. 
I'll toss you an acorn. <laughs> I <laughs> cannot eat this. <laughs> uh, so Samira, I show you my lack of canines. <laughs> and that's the only reason, right? There's no other. I think so. Okay. I, I, I truly don't think that hedgehogs could eat acorns. I'm pretty sure they're omnivores. Yeah, but the shell would be too hard, wouldn't it be? I mean, you can crack it open. But they got those tiny hands. They could probably try to do True. something. True. Okay. You are a humanoid hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair yes. enough. They do. Can't, they can't eat uh, acorns, according to hedgehogplanet.com. <laughs> so they are the leading authorities in hedgehog knowledge. I, yeah. I submit to them. They are. <laughs> they are the authority. Shout out to hedgehogplanet.com. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sponsoring. Everybody, uh, audience, this please episode. go check them out. They have not sponsored this. This is not an ad. <laughs> so.